I mean, well, that, people, was off, that was off the season, though. I, she hasn't been cast since. I wouldn't condone no, what she said. After that, Final Reckoning. They got into a huge fight about it on Final Reckoning. I know, but I think I think after um, that, she said that after they were already eliminated. No. Well, after they went home, she, she made a mention of it, but she was casted for Final Reckoning after she outed her. So at the end of the day, 10 times worse than anything. And Ashley probably just said it off the right. cuff. Right. She, she probably said it just to piss him off, but still not really a cool thing to say. No, not in 2021. If this was Wait. like... The dual one, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. You, you get away with saying Fuck that it. shit all the time, <laughs> um, but that's not really my beef with it. My biggest beef with it is, is they didn't show it. Yes, um, and you know the challenge is a spinoff of the real world, and I only became a challenge fan because I was such a huge fan of the real world, and the real world was built on these people from all different walks of life coming together and, you know, talking through these controversial subjects and pretty much seeing how the other side gets down. You know, the whole show was built on that. So here we go with an opportunity for MTV to actually bring some of that into a season that has been pretty fucking devoid of drama and they dropped the fucking ball. Like, we're not grown. Like, we can't handle some controversy. It's it's cowardice and it's grade A bullshit. And don't get me wrong, I'm not here to, to talk about, you know, Oh, cancel culture is the worst of that that dumb shit. I'm talking about a show that I love dropping the ball on something the fans want. This is just another case of Bunham and Murray MTV and the production team being out of touch of what the actual challenge fans want. You're not wrong. And when you drop 36 strangers into a house and stuff gets real, you got to post it. Gotta like, post it. I mean, that's like, the main like the, premise. That's the real when, world, right? That's like... <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Like, like, what do they think? They think we're just going to fucking turn on them? Like, we're just going to hate them? We've all grown up with this shit. We've all seen worse. We all listen to rap. They showed they 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 showed Camilla and um, Leroy. And but I they think didn't, that, yo, they didn't, they didn't show point. the worst portion I think, of it. But, but what I'm saying, though, is that they, they cut out the worst enough. part of it. They showed but what they, they showed, what they showed opened so many minds. And the fact that you had you had people on on like people that have like both sides, like people that have actually been through like the racist, like um, discrimination and then people that have not been in it, but still supporting Leroy. So just like it made, it made, I don't know, it, 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 Dirty 30 was woke. And uh, yeah, it just, it, it was, it was good to see because I mean, there's so many times on reality TV where, especially the real world, where these situations come up and it's, that's, I mean, you don't forget those moments and stuff like that. Nobody forgets the um, real world Portland. Nobody is ever going to, if you, if you watch the real world, real world Portland should be in your mind forever for multiple reasons, not just like Jordan on Naya, but also Naya on Jordan. And um, there was just, and and Johnny also Riley, didn't she like hit him with like a, well, yeah, but that was, that, that was, that, that was not much because like he didn't like hit her. So like, that doesn't really like, it well, was no, a very memorable The Las Vegas seasons, they're all very memorable. But this is something like your average challenge fan isn't 15, 16, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Most of us are grown. I'm, I'm just, you know, the, the dropping of the ball is happening so much and it's so often. And as challenge fans, we're just accepting it. It's fucking bullshit. We can deal with, you know, we can deal with this. And we I can heard, deal with this. We don't need to be protected. 
this is like, I don't really know. Cause like, I, like I stay off of like challenge Twitter and like social media as much as possible during seasons. But I heard that Ashley wasn't even brought for the reunion reunion. No. Like I heard that the reunion wasn't what it is like what it's been where it's like, everybody's there. It's actually selective now. And she wasn't even brought there, which means they're even further trying to cover up and hide all of this. But then again, maybe, maybe the, I know early before we started recording, Becky, you were saying like they were protecting Josh and everything. You know what though? MTV does love Ashley. I mean, I was going to say, I can see them partially protecting her. trying to protect Ashley. Maybe it's worse than we know. So that she doesn't end up in that cancel, mm-hmm. you know, area where they're Very like, okay, interesting. I didn't even consider that. Maybe think Ashley's about it. After what, protected. After what she did on her real world season, like, and what she said, I was surprised that she was ever cast for the show. But then she was cast with Corey's right. arrival. And I was like, okay, they're just trying to like suck right. all the money they got out of this. But then- she worked and then she won season her second season and then she won her third season. And then. Well, very similar to what I've always said. It's about growth. It's about changing your mindset. I mean, what was it? It was the Miz and Coral during the New York season where they had a huge discussion about race. Um, Mm -hmm. Abe on his road rule season also had a huge discussion about how he would never date or marry a black girl Mm -hmm. because of, you know, just of that kind of situation. So these were all very big topics that were discussed. So like Malik says, I'm disappointed that this doesn't allow an opportunity for growth and learning on this is not okay for someone to say. It's not even about being like good TV or anything. That's not even what this is about. Like, it's just like, it's about being real. It's being real and like exposing stuff. And it's, it's, like there are things I'm not exposed to, you know, and when the show shows me stuff and socially, that's the world we live in. Reality TV shows me something. I can be like, oh, you know, sorry, well, you, I kind of cut it, you off there. It also brings, no, you know, I actually ended up cutting you off earlier, so it's only fair. But uh, it's it, it's one of those situations where I can see it and then I can be like, oh, shoot. I Like if I was in that situation, I would be offended. Like it's it's one of those situations where you can kind of be like, I'm never going to see that situation. So I need to, I, you know, I need to be brought into that so they can see how it looks and see how people handle it. And Ashley has been known to get out of pocket. And Ashley has been known to go way overboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that at this point, <clears throat> it's kind of nitpicking. Like, it's very, like, it, it, it's, it's almost too much. I can understand if she throws a slur out. If it's a slur, I understand. If all she said is everybody knows you're gay, you know. Allegedly. 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 No, no. I said if. Know. I said if all she said was this. It. I'm, I'm not saying the word allegedly, but if this is what happened. I, I can see where it's just a nitpick. Too nitpicky. Too nickel and dimey. Okay, we're going to. This is okay, but this is not okay. The it's biggest ha- issue. The biggest issue that they have is. The goalposts keep moving. Whatever the rules are, they need to be clear. And I get it. I get it. Um, not every situation is going to be the same. And even if you had the same situation, there could be different levels of intensity that goes with it. But whatever the rules are, and I'm pretty sure most of the cast are aware, aware of it, but if we're not and you're leaving us out in the cold, 
that's why I just feel like I feel like as a viewer, as somebody who is invested in the show, we are left out in the cold. We and and we are deprived deprived of a moment and not just for good TV, but of a moment where everything can get kind of real for a, a second. learning moment. And and these these are the best parts of the show, the, uh, uh, of the real world, of road rules, of the challenge. These are the stuff that brings out. These are the most important parts, and we're just leaving them out. And it's because production is out of touch. Now, I didn't consider the fact that they may be protecting Ashley in that. And that actually makes a lot of sense. Protect their brand, <clears throat> protect Ashley. But I tell you what, though, most likely is not, is probably not going to come off as bad as what some people are saying it is. And we're all grown. We're all grown. We've all said some dumb shit. And don't get me wrong, we're all old enough to know better. As but, is she come on give us some fucking credit and let us make these choices let us make these choices when you deprive these choices of us that's what you're going to get you that's what's going to get you a lot of pissed off fans i'm a little pissed off about that so burnham and murray mtv get your fucking shit together you guys ready to bring this episode in well i want to say this is also the second time they've done it this season because didn't that other girl the the rookie end up getting sent home for something, something about Anisa or something, to, something like that. to Anisa. Was it Michelle? And she was uh no. I want to say it's no. like a Lauren or a Laura. It's a, it's a person that you'll never yeah, hear about again. Maybe like yeah. Like it's, a it's an L. I think it's like a Lauren. I'm not sure 100. percent It's it's an L name. That's all I know. Uh, At the but, same time, it's becoming clear that MTV is clamping down on this, especially if your name is not Jordan. So, challengers beware. I can see them trying to protect Josh there because Josh is a whiny baby. Don't do it, Tom. So that's why she got sent home. I'm just and don't do it. Protecting you, you Ashley. Don't need defending. After no, all, no, no, I'm not. After defending Ashley after because she was gonna perceivably look bad. Here's the thing: this we don't know a lot of these things. So um, a couple of things that I just want to argue back against you because we don't do a lot of arguing back a lot and everything. No, I'm, I'm usually <laughs> right, but like, but like. <laughs> I don't I don't want to say like Malik, how you're saying like we kind of like as fans need to know the rules or anything and have a certain standard. The problem with that is, though, is it takes away suspense. So when awesome, we're like, Bessie's going home, but Josh isn't. We're like, what the fuck? How'd that happen? Like, we didn't know. But if we know, hey, if you break A, B or C, you're gone. As soon as we see it happen on TV, we're like, oh. I don't even, I can fast forward the next five minutes because TJ's going to show up and they're gone because I saw him. He he pointed a finger on his cheek. That's elimination. He's out. That's, you know. So I think they can't they can't tell us that, but there doesn't need to be some sort of consistency with it where we can kind of speculate. Um, but then again, also this could also be maybe Josh is held very highly for the challenge, I believe. For somebody that's as new as he is in five seasons, he's held highly because I think Josh brings in <clears throat> he brings in viewers, he brings in money, and I don't care about anybody saying like, "Oh, views are down," and I I don't care about any of that stuff because views are still up from ten years ago. They're still up from five years ago, whatever. But Josh brings in a whole big brother community, like him or hate him. He's always a center of, of attention and topic. And he's not in the same realm. But the way we talk about him is he's a younger, newer Johnny Bananas is what he is. You might not like Don't it. Don't ever say that. That is disrespectful to Johnny Bananas. bananas. He is. Josh though. is not the new banana. And he got a little crew with him, too. <clears throat> Why not? I, though? I would be more prone to calling Devin. Similar no, to a new bananas. No, no because no, Devin but... isn't talked about in controversy. We don't see a post every three posts on Facebook going, fuck Josh. I love Josh. Fuck Josh. I love Josh. That's what bananas is. 
oh man, Josh and his big brother crew. We hate big brother. Cause we hate Josh. Like, I'm just saying he's not, he's not the star that bananas is, but he's in that same area of a teeter totter challenger where you're back and forth up and down all the time, but he's always constant. He doesn't stop. It's constant movement. And I, uh, I see more hate maybe, towards him than like, maybe because what my, the, sorry, I kind of ran for the, maybe he asked production not to include it in the edit. Maybe he, maybe he feels like he likes Ashley but and he doesn't want her to look bad. Why should he have the ability to Maybe he doesn't to want her to look them. bad. Maybe he doesn't want people to know the conversation. He probably doesn't, but it wouldn't be the first time we heard about challengers having some pull with production. I mean, yeah. there's a whole J.E.K. thing that went on or mm-hmm. with Derek that went on during the island that, you know, they yeah. were giving a little bit more leeway to some of the other challengers. So it's, we're not exactly in, you know, uh, uh, new territory here. And this isn't the first time they haven't shown stuff. I mean, there was a whole debate on Glittergate back with Natalie on War of the Worlds 1, and then she got, like, edited out of the show. I don't really know what happened. I didn't really care because I don't think she's that good of a character, and she wasn't really entertaining for me. But that I doesn't... But that, but that Natalie's doesn't... awesome. Natalie's not and awesome. She's an awesome person, but not the Maybe. best challenger. But I do think... I don't she think just she's the worst challenger seasons. either. I think she's no, a good not, not the worst. She did beat Bananas. If she Straight had... Up. Okay, I'm gonna say something and this side. <laughs> she beat him uh, fair and square with I'm gonna no say funny something and I hope people don't hate me right now and everything. Um all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Cut 20 minutes later. <laughs> Longest yeah. monologue don't, ever. Don't, don't mind that big ass cut. Let's <laughs> talking shit. Let's go ahead and jump into it. What's really good, posters? Welcome to another episode of Love War Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. gang. Now, check this out. You know what else I was thinking, though? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as my time and, um, you know, as, as I have a lot more responsibilities and stuff, I've just been cutting things back. Uh, you know, we're doing the podcast. You know, we used to have a big old video intro gone. We used to have mm-hmm. theme music gone. I used to splice in pieces of the episode gone. Anything to speed up the uh, post-editing process. And you know what? You know what, what I've been kicking around lately? Anybody who listens to the show, they know I'm Malik. They know I'm MTV Malik. They know you, Tyler, at Lord Louder. They know you, Becky, at Gift Man. I don't think we got to keep doing the intro anymore. I think we just jump right into it. What I do mean, you guys we think? kind of already do jump right into it, but then like... We do, back. and then I do the intro. I don't know. I guess it's kind of okay. Got to keep well, one you, little piece well, you, of us. <laughs> you could say, welcome to Love War Challenges and just not introduce us. Well, that I'm going to introduce let's myself. Let's get this started. Listen, this is, oh. You very know what? Few, very few things in the world make me feel as good as what I say. I am MTV. Yeah. Movie. I don't know. My voice just does something. It just sounds yeah. amazing. I mean, you know, to me. You're going to be, I am MTV Malik, and that's Lord Louder and Becky. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> All right, real quick, before we jump into the episode, want to give a big shout-out to Gamer Vev and a big shout-out to the Challenge Unbothered Facebook group. That is our home group. We love those guys. They always show a lot of support. Uh, love seeing them out there. You guys get a chance. Make sure you go follow them on Facebook. Hey, uh, Gamer, anything- are you ready to unblock me yet? <laughs> I, you know, I have not even brought that up. Uh, it doesn't matter. Is there cool. anything we need to get to before we go ahead and jump into this episode? No, I'm good. No, I think we kind of attached her. Oh, you know what? Amanda did put out a tweet where she pretty much called out Tori, called her a fake ass bitch and all that shit. I thought that was really interesting. Where how everything oh, played out tonight. 
Well, um, well there's a reason cool. why I keep Amanda muted because her. I don't know. You know, Amanda is pulling the the Devin. Uh, you know, when I think of challengers who completely won me over that I did not like, uh, Devin and Ashley are two of the biggest ones. I disliked Ashley so much. I saw the real world season, so that stuff she said to Corey. Um, you know, and I was living in California, so I know people in, in San Francisco who talk just like that. And, uh, you know, Amanda, I hated her for obvious reasons. But both of these ladies, uh, Amanda is really, really starting to grow on me this season, even though she hasn't really real. done shit. She keeps it real, though. And that counts for something. But then again, that's the same thing people said about Donald Trump. So let's not get, run too wild with that. Well, the the big thing with her, I think, with for me is why I'm I'm liking her more this season is because there's so much, there's so little high energy, like talking shit people on this season. Because that was Devin last season, you know, with I hate Big Brother and always, you know, poking and prodding. And there just hasn't been anything on here this season that's done that except for Amanda. You actually so, might have a point. This season may be such low energy and low drama that we'll just take anything at this point. But let's go ahead and jump in the beginning part of the episode. Uh, Logan comes back, got his big win over Corbin. <clears throat> Very impressive for a rookie. Uh, here goes something I really didn't like. As soon as they get back into the house, Nelson lightweight presses Logan. Oh, why didn't you come back to Ruby? Like, it wasn't fucking obvious uh, uh, in the first place. But... Here goes what I noticed about that. Logan was just like, well, yeah, call me out. So I didn't come back. And Logan had no fear. Logan put, I mean, Nelson put exactly zero fear into Logan's heart. And I think that spoke more loudly about Nelson than Logan. It seems like, and I don't know if it's like this all season or if it's just like this because he lost Corey and he's on a team that sucks. But it looks like Nelson doesn't have any teeth. He looks I'm soft. Not... A- a- am I reading? Am I reading into that wrongly, or is Nelson soft? Is nobody's? I mean, we all know Nelson is a beast, but we know that because we're always on challenge ship. But is it true? Does Nelson have no no teeth? Go ahead. Plays this game too emotional. And that's the reason why he's not a champion. Like, really, it is. Like, if he wasn't emotional, he'd be a champion by now. He. He just gets in his own way and he just takes this game not too seriously, but he just like he doesn't know how to adjust when adversity drops in front of him. He just tries running straight through the wall because his from from starting this challenge to winning a championship is a straight line for him. And he doesn't know how to adapt to the road and, to you know, adjust the curvature and it just it affects him and we've seen it when kyle left and he was bitter and then we see it when Corey gets called in and he's bitter and now we see when logan switches teams and he's bitter he's mad at amanda and like <laughs> he's just gotta let stuff go he's, he's really, bitter he just is and i feel like he needs a season with like a vet vet to just like fucking take him under his wing and just mentor him We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. 
Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. I just see him being very defeated. Like, he's just taking body blows episode after episode. And when he was walking up and down uh, (laughs) the outside and Devin was making his little commentary about him, all I could see, honestly, before Devin started his commentary and he's going up and down, I was like, all by myself, just kicking the steps. Like, I ain't got nobody. And just singing in his head. Just a little sad panda walking around. I mean, I feel bad for him, too. Everything, his past couple seasons have kind of like, he sacrificed himself for Corey, goes home. Bessie stabs him in the back and, like, rubs dirt in his face and gouges his eyes out and plays like a heel. And he gets backstabbed. And now he comes in and he's... He's he's a bird with, you know, wounded wings right now, and his feathers are getting plucked left and right, and he's about to be flightless, like, before you yeah, know it. I, I think there's a good chance that Nelson doesn't make this final. I mean, he's out there looking like food. But let's go ahead and move on <laughs> to a much more interesting conversation. And this is the conversation between Amanda and Josh. Oh, I really thought you were going to talk about Kyle being like, I was always Team Ruby. <laughs> I, that was my plan. <laughs> this is what I always wanted. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. It, it is always not, I, I always love it to see Kyle get knocked down a peg or two. It's my guilty pleasure. Kyle's but, on TV gold. Absolutely. Amanda and Josh have a very close relationship spanning all the way back to War of the Worlds 1 where Josh unsuccessfully tried to fuck Amanda. <laughs> It Play the clip. Uh, no, no, no. MTV will be all <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, they'll block it now. We tried played the little clip a couple weeks <laughs> yeah, exactly. ago. Exactly. And... They blocked the whole episode. Fucking asshole. They did. Yeah. Yeah, because he's protected, man. That is a protected man. Yeah, exactly. CBS Viacom doesn't fuck around when it comes to Josh. Now, if you have a clip of him making out with somebody or him banging somebody, they'll let you play that straight uncensored. They don't care. But rejection? No. All we got is that really creepy kiss with Georgia. And, uh, oh, he, wait, he made up with some, uh, Esther. I forgot about that. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, yeah, Esther. Did. I forgot about mm-hmm. Georgia, though. Yeah, I forgot that about happened. that. Good for they him. They did that on Twitter, too. They made yeah. out on Twitter, too. That's, like, sense. really good for him. Like, like That makes sense, good though. Good job, Josh. <laughs> Maybe Ashley was wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, there's that situation where he may go both ways. There's, but, there's... But, we, Listen, but we do we do have a real situation where, uh, I feel like this whole situation, somebody is going to use somebody's words against them. Absolutely. Um, so Amanda holds Josh's feet to the fire. She's like, yeah, I'm coming to Emerald. And he's like, you know, I really want to run, run a final with Casey. She's my friend. You know, Nani's really my friend. Kind of gave the silent go ahead <laughs> that if you came and you took out Tori, it would be okay. Well, now, I mean, she said, she's like, so Tori. Tori's free reign. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, I just, just like, Yo, we never had this conversation with Casey and, and, see, <laughs> and Donnie. And, and that's the difference between a meatball like Josh and somebody like Wes. If Wes was going to come out and just say that, he would feel confident in just saying that because he'll be able to probably say that to their face at some point later on if it came up. But if he was in a situation where he couldn't, Wes would frame it in a way where he wouldn't say it, but you would understand what he meant. And this is the difference between the champions and the meatballs. That's like, this is like X's, X's too. 
Mm-hmm. When they were on there, and he goes, Leroy's like, make me your number one. And he goes, I can't make you my number one because Zach's my number one. But if, Zach's not, go, ar- go. But if yeah. Zach's not around, then I don't have a number one. So, but um, until Zach's gone, he's my number one. And I feel like Josh should have been like, I don't want you to take any of these girls out. Because as soon as, if I'm, if I'm Amanda, as soon as he goes, I'd rather you keep Casey and Nani safe. I walk around and I go, man, you guys better not win tomorrow and send me in. Cause Tori, I'm taking your spot. Cause Josh said, it's okay. Immediately. <laughs> he said, he ain't give no shit about you. He said, don't send in Casey. And he loves Nani. So Tori, I'm taking your spot. Don't send me I, in. I think you're right. I think Amanda should have played that card earlier because right. it could have fucked with them, um, you know, for their for their daily. It at least would have freaked out Tori. And by freaking mm-hmm. out Tori, that prevents Devin from voting. And now this gives Josh anxiety because if he votes for Amanda and they win, then now he's pretty much telling Tori, I want her to take your spot. So that's three out of six already. Which really protects Amanda in that situation. But Amanda wanted to go in. I, know, I think Amanda I'm, was over it. She's like, send she me to Emerald. To, she wanted to go in because she was going to go in anyway. Yeah. Correct. There was no if, ands, or buts about it. It was going to be her. Was that was that was that was that Viacom? Did we talk too much about Josh? No, no, no. <laughs> that, that was somebody else agreeing with me on Twitter about taking uh, MTV to task about uh, booting this whole Amanda scene. But moving on to the daily. Today's oh and and I love this. This is one of my favorite parts. Today's daily is going to be called Submerge, and this is brought to you by the new movie Top Gun Maverick. Now, it's not like this is so funny because this happened before. They bring this movie in for for some cross promotional <laughs> stuff. Smart. They bring in all the people from Top Gun except for the only people that fucking matters, which would be Tom Cruise and Miles Teller, who's playing Goose's son. Well, Neither yep. one of them are anywhere to be. Here goes three other people from the movie who you didn't know was in the movie. And now there's really no cross promotion because this movie has been delayed by at least a year. In fact, if I, rem- uh, and if I remember correctly, it's been delayed because it was supposed to come out the year before that. Like this movie has been made for like three yeah. years now. When they brought that out and they said that, I was like, that's weird. Didn't that movie already happen? Like I remember yeah. seeing that preview a long time ago, like a little like clip from it. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to come out two years ago. It got pushed back a year, and then COVID, COVID. pushed back another year. See, I don't I know, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, COVID should have been the time when we had more movies made than ever. Like, it should. We can't go to the theater. Can't no, go to the theater. I, I know, but they and should just movies have a lot of people together at one time. So. I know, but and they, it's not safe. I know, but they should just have all these movies made, and then you're just like you're stockpiling. A, a lot of studios do have a yeah. lot in the hole. That's they what I'm have saying. A yeah. lot. I mean, uh, look at poor Emilio Estevez, who's officially going with long haul COVID because Emilio. he decided to work <laughs> on the Mighty Duck series for Disney because uh-huh. they said he was an essential worker. I actually got to check that out. But anyway, they definitely dropped the ball with that. Uh, this daily submerge, they all go into a jet plane and it's submerged underwater, but not really. The water yeah. fills up to about their chest and then there's an explosion and bursts open. And Jesus fucking Christ, man, these guys are really tiring me out with the tired ass explosion. It's got to be some panic, though. Like, that's that's more of like from us watching. We're just like, man. But like, if you were in there, you don't know what's going to stop here. Like the anxiety level for those challengers has to be high. And once your anxiety is high, it doesn't just like, oh, hey, we're good. It doesn't just like come down in a second. Like, well, not, you stop thinking. Yeah. And, and now you're panicking. And now you're like, 
I'm freaking out. I'm going to die. You want me to collect 25 things and then fill out a puzzle? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Like, I, I don't you, know. I, I like it. You might be right. Uh, originally, I didn't think that this was going to be a really good daily, but it actually really was. I think they filmed it really well. I think it had a lot enough of the elements. You had to find the pieces. You had to That's put funny. a puzzle together. There's a lot of swimming, a lot of communication. This was actually a really solid daily. I was very much impressed. Uh, they filmed it really well. They was able to get it uh, underwater. They were able to get them coming, uh, you know, looking for the pieces. They were able to get it coming uh, when they were trying to decode the puzzle. So all around a really, really good daily. What were some of you guys' takes or uh, some of you guys' favorite moments from today's daily? My favorite has got to be um, uh, Team Sapphire and how they just they just had this one figured out and communicated effectively. And that's really what all, that's really all it was. They stayed calm, communicated effectively, and kicked a lot of ass. And they're the ones who got the win. Uh, what were some of your guys' favorite moments from today's daily? I mean, I, I honestly enjoyed Sapphire really kind of being such a small team, really a down and out, but they killed it. They knew how to communicate with each other. This really showed why CT and Ashley are such top competitors because they really ran that. Now, yeah, Logan swam around and got the stuff, but if it hadn't been for CT and Ashley, they wouldn't have won that, in my opinion. And I found it... I was really upset with Big T because she is such a strong swimmer that she wasn't able to do what her job was, which was read the puzzle, which there's did a, upset me. There's a reason why for that, though. You, wait, you, the, you said you were disappointed with Big T for that? Yeah, because she is a strong swimmer. Is she and, and a strong swimmer or is she just not a bad swimmer? There's no, a I difference. She, well, she was on swim team, which is why she was so good at the other thing. But I think she's a pretty strong swimmer. Um, she herself says that she's a strong swimmer. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm a mathematician. I can do calculus. I can say Yo. this, too. Here's <laughs> the thing. Um, Big T shouldn't have disappointed anybody because Big T did what Big T does. And that's, um, you know. Break she, out. She performs at the best of her abilities, which is in the tier of Casey's and um, whatever that one girl's name that CT hooked up with on the Duel 2. Can't remember her Alexandra? name. Alexandra? No, Duel Two. Well, it was Alexandra. Alexandra. Oh no, the the one Siobhan. that popped the boob. Siobhan. Siobhan. <laughs> but like, she's like wow. Big, Big T's in that that tier of just not good at anything. She's just that's like, how I remember Siobhan. Just, she popped a boob. <laughs> she's just she's just there, and I I know there's a lot of Big T fans out there, and I mean I like we, Big T. She's entertaining, we like but, her. As a person, but we all know her limitations as a challenger. But I want you to hold that thought for just a second because I want to segue that into this next part. And once we get into club night, you know, you get CT, he's bagging on Big T. Hey, I like her, but I don't want her on my team. You know, I want to win. I don't want her on my team. And so we all know Big T and her limitations. We all know Amanda, her limitations. But I'm really starting to see a pattern of a lot of the males this season Blame a lot. There's a lot of blame going to the females about why the males can't play their game. Amanda got the blame last episode. Big T has gotten the blame um, uh, plenty throughout this season. So, what do you? So, even though some of these ladies does have limitations, you know, you hear about you know Bettina, or you hear about who can't perform and who's holding them back. Like they would be running this whole fucking game if it wasn't for you know Big T swimming better. 
So let's segue that into your part about Big T and her performance. I mean, that's historically, though. Like, males on the show have always thought that they can do everything better than females. That's always been the case. They've always um, talked down to females and everything. They've always, like, put them out. And I know, like, I kind of just did the same thing in Big T, but, like, from a, a talent scout evaluator right now, I ain't drafting her in the first seven rounds. That's what I'm saying. And I, I think that it's, it's, un, it's, it's not, okay, it's, we're sugarcoating this and we're babying people too much. It's not unfair to say, you fucked up. You're the reason we didn't win today. You were the worst performer out of us four. There's nothing wrong with saying that except for it hurts people's feelings and people don't want to know that they're bad at things. You could be a better teammate and be like, hey, okay, you know what? If I would have communicated better, if you would have swam a little better, if you would have finished that puzzle better, you know, we probably could have won. If we all would have done a little 5% more, maybe we would have won today. Who knows? But, you know, good effort. That's great and all, but all that does is it makes people that are not good at things feel comfortable to continue not being good at things. Let me follow up with this. Big T also said that she doesn't feel like she had, you know, she needs to apologize. Like an apology isn't necessary from her. No. From her. Would you agree? I agree. I agree. You I don't shouldn't... think she needs to apologize for for her performance. No. Her. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it is what it is, and they just need to learn how to communicate better. Now, the thing with CT, and this happened with Logan uh, when Big T was talking to Logan about switching teams and how she wanted to get off of Ruby. Right in so the beginning of the to, episode. Yeah. So CT went right up to her and said. You're not coming on to Sapphire. Don't come on to Sapphire because you will piss people off. So he was out and out telling her, I don't want <clears> you on my team because you know why. I love you. And the thing is, is if we were on a team together, boys, and it was a situation where we had to run, I would be expecting you guys to be upset with me because I can't run as fast as you guys. Mm. It just is what it is. I am overweight i am not in shape i don't run well it's just one of those situations i but, know my limitations and but, i'm not going to get offended by it but there's a, there's an issue there though if you just said what you just said there's no way i can get mad at you if we were doing a challenge because you just said what your limitations were now if you're saying i'm a really strong swimmer i can do this this is my job and then you don't do it now i'm mad like if you told me i'm a marathon runner i run a marathon every day that's not reasonable. I'm just saying, yeah, I run, I run, I run, I run 45 miles a day. And then all of a sudden we try to run a mile and you just, you gas out and you can't do it. I'd be like, what the fuck? You told me you could do this and now you couldn't. That's where it comes into play. So I think, and this is no fault because you got to be confident in yourself, but Big T and some other challengers, they need to just like pull back a little bit and don't hype themselves up and just be like, what do you want me to do? And then as soon as like Big T goes, Nelson, what do you want me to do? And Nelson goes, do this. Okay, Nelson, I'm going to do this because you want me to do it. Then if you fail, it's on Nelson. He fucked up. He told you to do something. Maybe he should have done it himself if he wanted to do it a certain way. Why'd you, why'd you push it off to me, Nelson? That's the thing. If you can't say you're a good swimmer and then fail at swimming, that's, you know. Good, good job, Tyler, teaching people how to pass the buck. There you go. <laughs> Delegation. Do not blame me. Delegation me is, a, is a leadership tactic. It is something, yeah. It absolutely is. Listen, um, I'll puzzle the shit out of things, but that's about it. <laughs> so one more thing at Club Night that I wanted to go over, and this was 
sadly, this is the last we're going to hear from Amanda for this season. But it's definitely one of my favorite moments. And it's when... I'm sorry? Oh, yeah, uh, Ashley. But it's when Ashley put the battery into Amanda's back. You know, Amanda's pissed. She sees pretty much every other girl in the game over there talking. <laughs> so you know so you know they're talking about her. She knows she's going in. And she's just like, you know, I'm going to go over there and, you know, just fuck shit up and say something. You know, sh- should I do that? <laughs> Fucking Ashley just like... Yeah, you should I would. do that shit. <laughs> if I were you, I would do exactly this. I and fucking it is something loved it too. that Ashley would do. Let's just be honest. That is something Ashley yes. would do. And, and this was a straight up tactic to try to get into their heads. Um, she went in there. She went barking, caused chaos. And this is just the classic Amanda. This is the Amanda we all know and love. This is what she does. When most of the time it's fucking annoying, but it's... Is way better when it's against Team Emerald because Team Emerald is pretty fucking un- insufferable. So I think this is the moment where Amanda has really turned the corner for me. Uh, I, you know, I don't think she's a great challenger or whatever, but not everybody can be a CT. Not everybody can be a bananas. She brings, but at least she brings something to the show. And she, she may makes, not be bringing daily wins, but she, she knows makes, her role. She makes Club Night fun. It really does. Like Absolutely. Club Night, Club Night is a segment because of Amanda. It's brought to us by Amanda and her rants. Like, she's like, she's like, should I come over here since y'all are talking shit? And I was like, damn, Amanda. Like, I think right to the point. she's already willing to like get out there, but like she gets a little like sip of something. And it's just like my my earrings are off. My heels are my heels are gone <laughs> and I'm letting it loose. Like my God, this this person four on one. Uh, you know what though? One. You know the, there was a there was a TikTok trend, and it was like my my introvert husband getting yelled at by somebody, and then like the w- wife just like jumps out like she's gonna like claw the person talking to him. But like, that's oh, Amanda. That. That's Amanda. Like if if like she's dating somebody, she's just gonna rip somebody else's throat off for him. I bet. Like she's just Jesus she's all the Christ. she's all the all the bark. She's she's both roles. <laughs> yeah, she plays them both. <laughs> She'll fuck everybody up, but I. I <laughs> Ashley is just, uh, not Ashley, uh, Amanda is just honestly the most entertaining part of that whole thing. I did like how she took everybody on where she's like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to fuck up everybody's game and all y'all are going to be pissed and I ain't scared of any of you. So, and she legit. Why does Nani always yell at people from a distance? Why is because, Nani always, always from a distance? Like, hold me yo, back. You're not the only one who noticed that. But you know why? Because that's what pussies do. Pussies <laughs> wait for security to get involved. Pussies <laughs> wait till you're walking away. And you've already decom... Like, um, at that well, point, she did, Amanda She has, did swing on Camilla one time. Once. When? Once. On, on Free Agents, they were arguing... And, uh, oh, and, yes. and yeah. Brandon, Brandon had to like hold back or pick her up, but she tried jumping over Brandon to like swing on Camilla. She tried, but even that, I, even that, I thought was like seventy percent. Come on, and I like Nani. I do like Nani, but Nani, you're not about that shit. You, you're you're not that guy. You're not that guy. Amanda's but, already walking away. She's like, that's right, walk away. But you know what? Uh, Amanda's also all talk, so. I'm not going to lie. If I was in Club Night and somebody was sure. like, yeah, walk away, I would like moonwalk back towards them. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I would just like be in their bubble, just like vibing and dancing the whole fucking time. Yeah. It's like I, when I, you're I, talking I, shit and you walk away and then the person says, I thought so. And you whip right back. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's, it's, it's pretty much fighting words uh, disguised as not being fight, uh, fighting words. But let's go ahead and move on to nominations. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's Most Dangerous Podcast. Once again, Amanda makes it known. She, uh, you know, she wants to go in. She wants to be, she wants to go in Team Emerald. Wants it, and, and she wants her own fate in her own hands. And, and this way it gets really good. Because she's sitting there, she's going back and forth. Devin's chiming in. And then, jo- and then she calls out Josh. And Josh just, Josh is, <laughs> Josh is facing like, oh shit, I fucked up. Because <laughs> she's asking him. <laughs> You know, it was at this um, moment that he knew yeah, he fucked that he up. Knew exactly. He fucked up. <laughs> now, that was just wonderful. I, th- I thought she played it a little late. I think, like you said, if it would have came out way earlier, I think it would have had a much bigger impact. But her pretty much exposing Josh for saying, like, uh, you could take a shot at Tori with little to no repercussions. I thought it was really, really good. And like I said, this also shows that Amanda could bring something to the game. What did you guys make of how Amanda played this move? Well, see, Amanda openly stated, and she said this to Josh at the time, this conversation never happened. We will never discuss this conversation happened. So when Josh jumped in (laughs) and tried to basically discredit everything he told her prior, that's when she's like, now you fucked up. Now I'm going to tell everybody your shit because you're trying to make me look like a jackass. Yeah, but she was going to do that anyway. Maybe, maybe she holds shit. But he gave her the excuse. She holds shit close. Like she does not like Jenna and Zach and she held that Bumble shit for like two seasons. Like, or like whatever. (laughs) Like she held that stuff. So I'm just saying. She doesn't hold a grudge. I'm just saying, but like she held it. She's like, because she's always like, I'm going to expose you guys. I'm going to drop it. And then everybody's like, fine, drop it. And she goes, you know what? Like, she's like, I don't want to ruin shit. No. But if you fuck with me, I ain't going to forget it and I'm going to let it go. Um, I'm really surprised that when all this was said and done and we heard Amanda saying what she was going to say, I'm surprised Tori didn't say, I nominate myself for elimination. I know it sounds crazy, but Big T's still there. Mm. You think you can beat her. If you want to stay on Emerald, you probably got to go in and then you got to beat somebody and go back to your team. I'm just saying... That's I the actually almost way tweeted to keep that. Te- that's the safest way to keep your spot. That's a very, that's a very, very astute observation. But somebody like Big T, you probably want to keep around to later on in the game. Really don't know how many more episodes you got left or how many eliminations. Worst case scenario, you drag her to the final with you. But if you know that Amanda's going to call her out anyways, you might as well be the one to take her out if you can't. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, like. But, like, but what about next week? And, and now you got to deal with either Ashley or um, uh, Emmy. Yeah, but this week Emerald didn't win. If she wins, goes back to Emerald, maybe next week Emerald wins and she's safe again. You know what I'm saying? Like, she might Good not point. be safe from getting taken off, but she's safe to be on that team I was going to say it was the semi-fluke that Emerald lost. <laughs> yeah, so 
I mean, really, it was like if if Josh wasn't like discombobulated, like he had the final piece on his self. So Amanda gets voted in. She's going down. She she unloads a little bit on Josh and Devin. She feels a little bit betrayed, but at the same time, you did the same shit. So you already kind of know how it goes at this point in the game. We're getting late in the game. Those friendships are going to have to be tested. And really, if they're a real friendship, real friendships are going to understand that once you get this late in the game, tough decisions are going to have to be made. You're never going to be a challenge champion if you can't make those tough decisions when there's only 10 people left. And there's plenty of people left. That's where people like Josh is going to have trouble because he there's so many promises made to so many people, you can't keep them all. I mean, look how many people he's already hurt. So well, let me on. tell you, let me tell you that Devin trying to say, Amanda, you were carried through this season. I was like, dude, you were carried too. Like y'all have the same exact game. I mean, like you, you were carried by the Vet Alliance the, I, and then you say, were carried by a bigger team. I'm yes, sorry. Yes. The Vet Alliance did uh, carry far, but at the same time, he did come through when, when the teams were first made and you know, he helped win uh, and he has won some dailies, but he hasn't done a whole bunch to be throwing Amanda under the bus like that. He's, he's just intelligent, a, and that's it. It's same thing with Amanda. They're both intelligent, and they're both shit stirrers. I'm sorry. But that's intelligence it. but intelligence alone isn't really going to win you well, a championship. Exactly, not, for both not, Devin and Amanda. Well, here comes Tyler. Oh, here comes Tyler, because he's going to mm, defend Devin. Tyler. Well, Devin's, Devin's better than we're giving credit to. Devin's stronger than we're giving credit to. Um, but his, intelli- his intelligence, though, is superior to... Everybody left in the game. I I I would say he's probably top two, top three because like you even hear CT talking about. Oh, here, look at this. Devin's literally picking apart this daily in a way that nobody else would think about it. And that's that's an aspect. Like like think about it. Like why? Like bananas did it on um, Total Madness when yeah. they're trying to do the little light thing on all the foam. People that are quick witted and are like able to break down a game in a daily can do well at it. And it's not, they don't have to be good at doing anything if they understand the game. So often this is me is like, I, I coach, I coach soccer. And a lot of times I'll put an objective in like in, in our training session for our, my players. And they're always trying to just do other stuff, like extra stuff. And I always have like one or two players like, guys, what are you doing? Just, just, we can finish it right here. Let's just do this. And they get it. And they're just doing the objective instead of trying to do all the extra stuff. Well, that's what Devin does. Devin brings the point A to point B. That's what he brings. And that's a huge factor. Absolutely. Again, I'm not taking anything away from his intelligence. He but sheep. I think, but I think at the end of the day, he's not going to be able to maintain the physicality of what it would mean to win a final. I just don't see it in him. I'm sorry. Just, oh, I, don't see, that I happening. see all those Instagram stories, man. That guy's healthy. That guy's got some promotions going on. I don't know. I don't know. That is a, but that has nothing to do with stamina. I'm, I'm <laughs> you saying. can lift heavy and not have stamina. Are we still stamina. talking about the challenge here? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Let's I didn't go, go there. You did. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump pause. into. No yeah, pause. Thank you. Pause. Jump right into this elimination. Amanda's going in. And Amanda talked all that shit in the beginning. But she did exactly what we all knew she would do. I mean, she gave a good excuse. She gave a good excuse. If she called out Tori and won, then she would have had to kick off one of the other girls, which would have pissed off Josh. But before I jump right into this elimination, let me ask you guys. 
So at this point, we've already seen that Ashley wasn't there during the domination. And right at the beginning of the elimination, that's when TJ announces that um, she's not going to be with us anymore. Does nominations go differently if Ashley's there? No. No. Same thing? No, because I, yeah. I, th- I think it was like giving Amanda what she wanted. So like Ashley would have further given that. Yeah, Ashley wouldn't you. have gone against Amanda. She would have made it more interesting. But moving on, uh, Amanda calls out Big T. There, uh, the name of the game is Vault, Vault Escape. Called Vault Escape. And very interesting. Clever. Very clever. <laughs> very <laughs> clever. Super. Very clever. I actually love this elimination. It reminded me of a lot of eliminations that we've seen before. It takes some skill. It takes some strength. It takes some endurance. This was a perfect non-physical elimination. Perfect. Loved it. You got to you gotta get through these locks. Um, and Big T kept it competitive for a good amount. She uh-huh. first was getting blown out, caught up, stayed pretty close, and then Amanda pulled away in the last two to three locks. So it was competitive to me. I was very proud of the way Big T performed. Um, same result, but she put up way more of a fight and uh, lost with class. Ashley, I mean, sorry, Amanda <laughs> won with class. So I was a big fan of this elimination. Uh, how did you guys feel about it? I liked it too, and but I disagree with you that it wasn't as physical because it does take a well, lot well, of it's it's I, balance. It's it, the, it, it takes strength, but I, I meant strength. like. Uh, non-contact is what I should have said. Oh, well, that's different. But yes. anyway, no, I think it did have some physicality to it. Not necessarily like, are they going to beat each other up? But it it definitely used their their muscles. So I, I liked that it was competitive. It wasn't a blowout. And nobody can say that Big T didn't put her best foot forward. Mm-hmm. So I think hopefully this shows people that she's not as bad as people think. And maybe she, sh- as, again, Big T needs to go in the offseason and she needs to freaking train to get stronger for these competitions. Just that's what it 100%. is. 100%. If she wants to do better, she got to get um, into better shape. She got to put on some mask, got to put on some muscle. And she has to make real connections. I know she still loves CT. CT got love for her. But CT is absolute poison for Big T's game. Poison. If he shows her that she can change, though, I'm sure it's going to be different. It was the same thing with Kara because he wanted nothing to do with Kara in the first few seasons until she got to be more of a beast. And that's when he was more like, yeah, I'm down because you're a beast. Uh, Listen, she's going to have to do it on her own. CT can't do it for her. CT can't lift weights for her. Um, Can't teach her how to swim. I know. She's going to have to do it on her own. Kara did it on her own, too, so. If Absolutely. you want to do better, you just got to be better. Simple as that. Don't, ain't, don't, no, don't, quote jo- don't, don't quote Jordan to me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying it's not about Come ifs up with your own what. phrases. It's not about ifs and... Oh, fine, okay, what? Uh, uh, it's, 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 it's not about ifs and buts. It's not about what you could do or should do. It's just it's what you're going to do. Simple as that. Um, I don't think this elimination was that close. I think editing made us feel that way because... They love Big T. I'm Let just us believe. Like, Let us believe. Yeah, exactly. Man. I know and everything. Well, if you look I, at I, her side, though, she was she was pretty close by. I think she was only like two or three behind. Two, that's, maybe. Yeah, uh, uh, around, lock, like, around lock four or five, they were about tied up. But that was probably only for a quick second. And 
That's probably like she a still five has three minute to go. difference still. Like that probably would have taken her like five minutes to get that next part done. That's a right. long time. It, it pretty much went Amanda, Big T, Amanda all the way to the finish. And this is, here's the thing. I like Big T's personality. I no, really I? like her on the show. I think she fits the challenge. I think where she got eliminated here is this is a fantastic job for her for making it this far. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Um, she's very lucky because considering the fact that she is like the rookie of all the, the vet versus rookie alliance, and she's like the newest vet in that group. Um, and she almost had the rug pulled on her earlier in the season when they didn't know if they could trust her. And she still made it through. And all these girls are calling out girls, but they didn't call her out. And nobody make it this far. Good on her. This is a good season for her. But it does show that she does need to put in some work. Um, Amanda picking her makes sense. Beating her. Yep. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Yeah. We, we all kind of dog on Amanda because we're like, she's not that good in eliminations. But like, if we go back and look at her elimination track record, we can't really dog on her too much. Like she got eliminated by Kellyanne. She got eliminated by Nicole Z. She got eliminated by Devin and Corey in a rigged elimination to allow them to get into the game. <laughs> so she lost the two dudes. I mean, she really doesn't like, and then she also got sent home early on a purge from dirty 30. She really doesn't lose to really good, uh, really bad people. She loses to good people that are good at things. Like she, when, like when she lost to, um, when she lost to Kellyanne, that's when she had Nelson as her partner, but he was a rookie and he was, you know, not, you know, he was new. Yeah. And when she lost to Nicole, it was a physical challenge. Get out of here. And then when she lost, like I said, it was rigged. So Amanda is not as bad as we, it was hundred percent. It was, it was. Amanda is not so unfair. It, well, it was, it was, it, it was impossible for anybody to win other than Corey and Devin. It was impossible. Yeah, because that thing was stuck on there. That that last both record. Times. Yeah, both. It, it had to do with her one. weight. No, no, both times. No, because when, when that the thing never came people, off. Who who also went up against them? Remember they had to beat two teams. Who else did they beat? Ah, uh, I'm drawing a blank. But neither one of the teams was able to but get the, it but off. The same piece wouldn't come off on both yeah. heats. It was the same piece because yes. it, was, it was freaking gorilla glued up onto that shit. But. Um, Amanda's but it was not the, as, it was the girls' piece, and they were saying basically the girls just didn't have enough weight to knock it well, down. Well, they knocked off other ones, but um, uh, she's not as bad in eliminations as people think. It's just it's um it's when you're always playing good teams, you're probably not going to win as often. That's just how it goes. She's not great, but she's not as bad as we think, and we got to give her some credit for that. Um, she came through and did what she needed to do, and there's this. I don't tell me because I know you guys know and everything, but this season is. Really giving her a winner's edit. I don't know anything, but she is getting a really positive edit from the show. And I don't know if it's because she's going to eventually win this season and they're setting her up, or it's just because I'm not looking at you guys because your faces might show me something. Um, or if it's because like she's a nurse and like a mom and they're giving her that stuff as well. But she's getting a very big edit. I would like to see the numbers on interviews. She has to be in like the top three or four for the season. I feel well, she is again. She is the most entertaining. I think she has some of the best commentary next to like Devin and Kyle. So every- she is getting a good edit though, but I think she it's also well deserved. Well deserved edit. No, I, I agree. I agree. But like you see this a lot of times where MTV throws a bone somebody's way or some reason. Like it's Survivor. It's called a winner's edit. Like there are these people out there that they say by the time they watch like episode three or four of Survivor, they know who the winner is going to be because of the edit. They can just mm. tell on like 
how good their their things are whenever they do something bad if nothing really is really negatively spun on them like the edit just kind of shows them in a positive light type thing but yeah i got you well this elimination went exactly how we thought it was going to go uh probably a little bit closer amanda gets the win big t's gone home Amanda jumps on Team Emerald. And the funniest thing is when Tori comes down, she goes, good job, Amanda. And Amanda <laughs> completely ignores her. And she looks really tight. But we we all knew that that was going to happen. But what we didn't know was going to happen is they have the elimination. Big T is sent on her way. She leaves. And right before she's out of, uh, uh, out of the frame, TJ calls her back. And says, hey, we already deactivated another agent. Come on back to the team. And she gets to stay. Everybody's happy because they get Big T for another week. Uh, now, Tyler, nah. <laughs> I, I already know this is where me and you are going to go at it. Uh-oh. One, I liked it. And let me tell you why I liked it. Because at least we got the elimination. At least we got the elimination. And that uh, makes it worth it. Because... Uh, when, the, the when does episode be fucked up if we didn't have an elimination at the end or if it's left on a cliffhanger? How It'd be mad a letdown. Would we be? It'd be a huge letdown. They needed this elimination, uh, you know, to pretty much save the episode. Mm, yeah. I, I think, well, the thing is, is also Amanda earned her ability to choose another team. It wasn't mm. just provided to her because that would have been something that either she stays on Ruby and then it's just like a waste. Or, you know, she chooses another team, which everybody considers unfair because she didn't have to fight for it. That's a very good point. She still went in there for it and earned her right to pick her team. You ready? He looks ready. mad. Hit me. Oh, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. He's not mad. He's ready, though. Here's the thing that we ain't thinking about, though. If, yep. okay. if, if Big T goes home and they send home two girls, you know what they can do next week? We got a double guys elimination. We're going to send three guys into elimination. Only one guy's coming back. Oh, but shit. Safety's out the unfair? window. Why would it be unfair? Two girls went home. Two guys are going home. We see this happen. What happened last season on Double Agents? A girl goes home. Wait a second. We just had a guy's elimination, but Natalie just went home. Are we going to have another guy's elimination? It just kind of makes it more interesting. Also, <laughs> we don't want to hand out participation awards here. Um, and if you are going to do it, do it to somebody that actually has a chance of not going back into elimination the next week. It doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It seems, but it, it just, it's, it's too late to bring in an alternate. Don't, then don't bring in an alternate. Uh, I'm sorry. I remember watching X's one when like three teams got sent home without an elimination and they didn't bring home, they didn't bring anybody on. But Nobody. that's a really extreme unfairness to uh, Sapphire, who's now down to like, well, actually, Ruby was would have been down to two players. No. Because. And no, then it was Sapphire. No, no, it'd have been Sapphire. And Sapphire. No, no, Ruby, because they were both Ruby. Yeah, but she Tori, said, but Tori took Amanda's spot. Well, yeah. So I mean it just would have been unfair because there's just not enough Sucks. people would be down. And it's just an unfair situation. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I mean, it's already unfair. It's six on four on four. So it doesn't matter if it's six on three on three. They don't give a shit if it's unfair. Plus, I have a feeling, I have a feeling soon. These teams are all going to dissolve and we're going to get some fucking solo competitions here is what I think is going to happen. And I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe and one I, or two more episodes. But just for me, it robs us an opportunity to have a double guys elimination. Um, it just it could have made it more sensible, like where, hey, I'm going to pick a guy in and they get to pick two opponents to go against. 
it just would have made it interesting and it would have like made your chance of being protected lower. Or, I mean, because they did this before. Um, go on to, what season was it? Hold on a second, give me a second. Not Dirty 30. Was it Final Reckoning? Final Reckoning, I think they did it. Where they were down girls and they went into the final challenge and Nelson got sent home because he got last place. And, and, then, and then they also had a guy's elimination that same night. Like... Well, it happens. Yeah. I'm happy with the decision. I like it. But that's going to conclude today's episode. Um, Before we get out of here, one question. Tomorrow, uh, next week is going to be a guy's day. Who do you guys think is going to get the number called? Emmanuel. I want to actually say two. I I would say Emmanuel, Emmanuel. too. Yeah, because he's really the last. uh, It's just him and Logan. Well, but he hasn't been in, though. Yeah. It's his time to go in. So I'm going to be real happy to see how he does when, you know, once he has everything on the line. Well, he is the one that goes. We haven't had a headbanger for a while. No, well, one the, should be coming up. Next, look at the next um, I daily. Didn't the, I didn't see the I, Oh. That's the daily. It's the one where, you know, everybody's running down the hill. You know, legends choo, are made in that choo. one. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yes. real, I'm, really, I'm really excited for, for next week. I think this is uh, the one where Tori's going to yell at somebody, you don't want any of this. Oh, somebody does. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to do it for us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LWC Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love War Challenges. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at LWC Podcast. Make sure you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app where every, where everywhere you want to be. Make sure you visit our website at shop.lwcpodcast.com and at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure you cop all of your custom challenge gear from shopthechallenge.com. And All Stars 2 is dropping. Almost, yes, it is. I mean, actually, where you're at, it might be dropping here in a couple minutes. I have um, a podcast to edit. I'm not watching this. No, I'm just saying breaking the fourth wall. But... Be on the lookout because the return of the power rankings will be happening for All-Stars because I feel like with it being a special season, we'll do a special thing again. We did power rankings last time, and uh, TikTok lets us do longer than 60-second videos, so I don't have to rush the commentary on these. So <laughs> Nice. Make sure you guys keep a, keep an eye out for that. Uh, with that said, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for giving us your time. We appreciate that. We love you guys. We're going to go ahead and get, up, up, uh, get on up out of here. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is Becky at Give Master Bex. This is Love War Challenges. Good night.